Hi, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of our special edition of In the Midst podcast with Brooke Lee. This is a place for you to come into the midst of God right in the midst of your day. In today's episode, we're going to be doing one of my all-time favorite spiritual practices when it comes to engaging with God. It's a practice called Lectio Divina, and that's Latin for divine reading. If you've listened to either season one or season two of In the Midst podcast, then you know this practice well because we've done it before. But for those of you who are unfamiliar with Lectio Divina, it's essentially just another way to read the Bible. It's a more personal, hands-on kind of way to read the Bible that makes the words and God come alive. This practice can help us surrender our own agenda or biases when it comes to reading scripture. Have you ever done that, gone to the Bible or a passage of scripture, kind of wanting it to say what you want it to say? Well, this practice opens us up to hearing what God wants to say to us specifically through a passage of scripture. Lectio Divina is one of the ways that I personally hear from God most clearly, and that is exactly my hope for you today. As we focus on our passage of scripture that I'm going to read, I'm going to read through it three different times, and each time before I read it, I'll give you some prompts for you to think about while I read and then respond to at the end. This will help you engage with God in the midst of the passage. The passage that we're going to be reading through today is John chapter 21, verses 1 to 14. This is after Jesus has been arrested and crucified and after he has risen from the dead. But before we start reading through our passage today, I first just want us to come to God in prayer and ask him personally to speak to us. So will you join me in praying? Holy God, we know that you are here with us in our midst. And God, we want you. We want to hear from you. We want to be with you. We want to know what it is that you want to tell us today. But God, we need your help. Sometimes we get distracted or there are so many voices that are speaking into our life. And so we need help to hear from you today. Will you clear out the junk that's in the way of hearing from you? Will you silence the noise that's distracting us from your voice Will you quiet our minds, quiet our souls? We are listening, God, for you. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. As we read through our passage for the first time, I want you to just simply listen to the words and immerse yourself into the scene. And so what I mean by that is start to picture the surroundings as I read. What does it look like? What does the air feel like? What are some of the smells that you might be smelling if you are in this scene? What are the facial expressions on some of the people? What's the atmosphere like? What are some of the emotions felt? Immerse yourself into this moment in time as I read. Try not to draw any conclusions or try to pick apart what it's saying. Just be present to what is going on in the passage and take it in. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them. And they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, 
Throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it, and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153, but even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. Take some time now and think about what you noticed about this passage. What were some of the emotions felt? What was the scene like? What were the expressions on the faces of the disciples, maybe on the face of Jesus? Think about those things now. As we read through this passage a second time, I want you to take notice if there are any words or phrases that are jumping out at you. Maybe there's a word that your mind fixates on in this passage or a phrase that causes a stirring in your heart as I read. I want us to remember that we have an active and alive God. And what that means is that he didn't just create the world and create us and then leave us. He isn't detached or distant. He is with us always in our midst. And not only that, he longs to speak to us regularly. He wants to speak to you right now. And one of the most powerful and consistent ways that he speaks to us is through his word, through scripture. And so as I read his words to us, try not to overanalyze them or think about what's interesting Just be still and silent. Allow God to illuminate what he wants you to specifically hear today. And feel free to jot down whatever word or phrase or truth that you sense God nudging you toward today. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, We'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. 
Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, "'Friends, haven't you any fish?' "'No,' they answered. He said, "'Throw your net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some.' When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, "'It is the Lord!' As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153, but even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. What word or phrase did God draw you to in this passage? I want you to spend some time now just thinking that out and processing that word or phrase out with God. And if you're unsure, spend this time listening for God to speak to you. Just simply ask him, God, what is it that you want to speak to me? As we read through this passage one final time, I want you to allow your mind to begin to open up and hear what it is that God is trying to get through to you today. Maybe there's a theme that he's been speaking to you about in your life, a word or a phrase or a truth that just kind of keeps coming up over and over again. Maybe it's something he's inviting you into or something he's asking you to do, maybe something he wants you to know or believe. I want you to spend this time focusing on what message God might be saying to you today. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, "'Friends, haven't you any fish?' "'No,' they answered. He said, "'Throw your net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some.' When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, "'It is the Lord.' 
As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153, but even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. To close out our time together today, I just want to give you some time to process and reflect on what you heard from God today. What does this mean for your life? How does this apply to you? Is there a promise you sense God speaking to you, something he's stirring in you or convicting you of? Enjoy the rest of this time while the music plays and just allow your mind to think over and ruminate on God's words to you today. Thanks so much for listening to In the Midst podcast. If you'd like more information about God Loves All of Me, the ministry that I run, you can check us out online at godlovesallofme.org or catch up with us on Instagram at username godlovesallofme. The music provided in each episode was created by Allie Allen. You can check her out on Instagram as well at username ally.allen. 
And if this episode spoke to you in any way, or maybe there was somebody that God was putting on your heart and mind to share this with, will you send it to them? I would also love if you would take a minute or two and rate and review this podcast. It is not about the notoriety or the numbers, I promise you. It's just that rates and reviews help this podcast become easier to find for those who are in need of it. So please take a minute or two and rate and review this podcast. I would be so grateful. Thanks so much for listening in today. I'll catch up with you on the next episode.